0: Hey, we in this motherfucker, man. Episode 185, man. Thin Line Between Genius and Insanity. Hosted by yours truly. OG! Oh, <laughs> you know the rest, man. Let's go and get right into it, man. we want welcome
1: to! Yes, yeah, sir. We're Yes, yeah, sir. OG! Oh, Hatch, man. You know the fuck, nigga. Yeah. Me, man. <laughs> hey,
0: we in this motherfucker, man. DJ! She throwing. She throwing. She throwing. throwing. Yeah, sir. What's poppin' with y'all? And welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Thin Line Between Genius and Insanity podcast hosted by yours truly. Oh, gee. Now spin that motherfucking block, bitch. Spin that motherfucker. Why you doing? And shake
1: that ass, baby. Wow. You can do it.
0: Spin that fucking block and always let me your boys always spin. for the bitches, 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 nigga. Come on, man. The fly is high, as cool, is smooth. host of them all. Oh, gee. Ash whatever the fuck it is man. Hey, what's popping with y'all? I mean, hope you're out there looking good, feeling good, staying safe. It's a whole lot of shit going on them transmitted each and every motherfucking episode. I want to shout out to everybody around the world. You know what I'm saying? Just tap and join the conversation. I truly appreciate all love, support. If you tap in on DSPs, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I appreciate that shit, man. Tap in, review the pod, man. Five stars, five stars. Come on, man. Five stars. <laughs> Give me those five stars. <laughs> nah, man. Leave a review, man. I really appreciate that. I'm um, you tap in on YouTube at OG TV. You know what I'm saying. Ring that bell. Drop a comment. Subscribe to the channel. All the good shit to YouTube. Say, man, it's Key building empire. Break by motherfucking me. Break. Uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Your boy OG you got a fucking show, man. Um, it's episode 185. Um, on the grind right? You know what I'm saying. This shit won't stop for a motherfucking me. So I'll be out in the open right now. You know what I'm saying. Uh, we going on the two minutes, on the three minutes to the motherfucking show. I'll be opening eyes right now, my nigga. I don't know how long this episode gonna be. <laughs> Look, man, I got to go to work very shortly here, um, but I want to make sure, you know, so we kept the tradition going on these Saturday recordings um, and make sure we get some fire-ass content out there for you guys, man. So I do want to go ahead and jump right into the docket, if I may. Um, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, <laughs> You know, last episode, you know what I'm saying, ta- on, on episode 184, time to get saucy, you know, I talked about the whole academics and uh, saucy Sa- Sa- Santana beef and shit like that. And I'll be honest with you, man. Early on, this shit was just jokes for me. This shit was a... I just thought this shit was going to be like some shit that just came and went type shit. Pause. I got to be honest with you. This shit has turned into something that has really left me fucking flabbergasted, dude. Wow. You know, last episode when I dropped that shit, I was talking about how academics couldn't be canceled. Academics is one of those niggas who I feel like fall under the umbrella or the thinking under the thinking I believe in is that if you've always been yourself, have you always just been open, honest, bold, you know what I'm saying, and, and, your, and your 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 takes or your opinions have been um, viewed a certain way, controversial, you know what I'm saying, quote unquote, but have you always been real and authentic to that? Those people truly never get canceled. And I truly felt like academics fell under that umbrella. Look, man, I've been listening to academics and watching academics niggas since 2012, my boy. Wow. All right, nigga. I used to be washing dishes every night, listening to fucking academics, watching the fucking streams and shit like that, watching the clips on YouTube. Every time some shit happened in news, that nigga drop a YouTube video three minutes later with straight updates. Wow. He that nigga had he he was lit. My nigga, I, I was fucking with that shit. So I've been listening to this nigga since 2012, and I've heard this nigga say some of the craziest things. A lot of shit I don't agree with. A lot of shit I thought was funny, even if I didn't agree with it. But I've heard academics say some of the wildest shit about men, women, every fucking body. And I honestly thought equal DJ academics was an equal opportunity when it came to talking shit, you know what I'm saying, against men and women, white men, black men, you know what I'm saying, Hispanic men, whoever the fuck you want to call it. But it appears that everything that I believe about academics isn't what academics believes about academics. Because as much as I was sitting there trying to say that Academics can't be fucking canceled, this nigga Academics, which I couldn't see the stream because I was working and shit like that. Academics ass is on this stream crying because he can't respond to Sa- Saucy Santana how he really want to. Wow. He's afraid of being canceled. Wow. Now nah, I get it. Nigga look at me and say, I don't have the money, the platform, the status, the Academics have. He has a lot to lose. Brother, I get it. I'm a college-educated nigga, and quite honestly, I don't think you have to be a college-educated nigga to know you have something to lose. But I don't think you have anything to lose when a nigga tell he's going to knock your ass out and put his man meat in your body. Wow. I don't think that after a nigga threatens to knock you the fuck out and then rape you, I don't think that whatever you... I don't think the things you say after that well, Trump, what the fuck he just said to you? Wow! I don't think that's how life works. This nigga didn't say he'd ju- he just—he just say he'll beat your ass, man. Are like, you gonna let some shit like that slide? I can't even put myself in, in 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 a nigga's shoes that has been threatened with the rape, man. I don't know how to, wow. know how to respond to shit like that. I said that shit last. I don't even know how to respond no to shit like that. But niggas have seen me at the gun range. I'm telling you, it's only one or two ways that's going to end up going. Either I'm putting hands on this nigga or I'm putting the layer in this nigga. I ain't, it's only one or two ways that's going. It's not going to go me turning on these lights, turning on these cameras, me looking dead into this fucking camera and start motherfucking crying. Wow. Are you serious? oh Are you really serious? Come on. Man. Like, are you serious, my nigga? Here's what they think about you I don't understand how a nigga <laughs> can talk all that shit about men and women. I thought you was an equal opportunist, but apparently you not. you scared of the fucking gays. Wow. Come on, man. Like, look, this, shit is, this shit is beyond me, academics. What are you so afraid of, man? You sitting up there with WAC 100, WAC 100 calling some gay booty goon-ass niggas, talking about he'll fight. He trying to get him to fight Saucy Santana. What are you niggas doing? This shit is buffoonery at this point. This is the content that you want. If a nigga, if, look, i am be honest with you. A nigga threatening me, it's not going to be no fucking episodes talking about this shit. It's time to get active. A nigga Tombo raping you, dog. You sitting up through a whack 100 calling booty goons. Wow. You fucking going back and forth with Saucy Santana. He really pulling your whole car right now. A nigga just made you cry. A nigga just made you cry by by, by threatening to put hands on you. See, so that makes me think about that Vic Mensah shit all over again. That makes me think about a nigga sitting two feet away from you, calling you a bitch to your face. Wow. That makes me think about that shit, dog. That makes me think about in that moment when Eric Badu did clown you two feet away from your face. You didn't have no more witty comeback. Wow. The only time I truly see academics having these, wiki, these witty comebacks, these motherfucking me these wild ass takes and talking shit about these motherfucking men, women, and everybody but gay people, is when his ass is in, in the confines of his own home, off the fucking alky. Wow. But now, when a motherfucker call you on your shit, because we've seen when a straight nigga called you on your shit in your face, you ain't do shit. You pretty much folded. Now it's a gay nigga calling you on your shit. You folding, you you folding double time now. Wow, what are we doing here? Look, man, I've been supporting niggas since two thousand twelve. Man, I'm conflicted. I'm hurt. I'm 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 mind fucked right now because I truly thought this nigga fell under the umbrella of the of, of the mindset that I had, and thinking I have that you can't be canceled, bro. You can't be canceled. You, when you want a nigga, when you true to your core, that lets me know a lot of the shit you say, you probably ain't, that shit ain't how you truly feel. That's you. That's just drunk you talking, that's a nigga off the liquor thing, he invincible. That ain't really how you feel, because when niggas calling you on your shit, you fold. You got Queen Latifah coming out saying the same shit. I'm basically saying, nigga, all these years, you can say all these shit about these women. I just sat back and watched all these streams about my nigga academics, bashing up scissors. I think scissors is one of the most beautiful women in the fucking world right now. Yes, I know she didn't look like that a few years ago, but God damn it, she looks like it now. Wow. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> do you understand me? I sit here and watch this nigga body shame these women. He body shamed Lizzo. Look, I think Lizzo's a fat fuck too, but goddamn, I think Lizzo's cool, man. I think Lizzo's a cute fat fuck, okay? She, it, it, do she do corny shit? Absolutely, but God damn it, that's Lizzo, nigga. One fat joke, two fat joke, cool. But once you go on an episode of a raid, a motherfucking me rant, a soliloquy about a motherfucking me woman's body, what she doing, what she looked like, how her career ain't shit. You look, you look funny in the light, my nigga. You look funny in the motherfucking me light. And I ain't telling you to sit here and go on no fucking tirade and fucking lose everything you didn't built from the ground up over the last decade, over a fucking over over salsa Santana. But what I'm telling you not to do is fucking at least, at least not go on fucking camera and cry, at least stand on business, not go run to fucking whack 100 who you claim is your big homie. Don't nobody give a fuck about that shit. What is you sitting down in this nigga in, in a room with this nigga calling booty goons for? That, that shit ain't cute. That shit ain't funny. That shit is lame to me, my nigga. That shit corny to me, my nigga. Because I tell you who ain't playing. I tell you who ain't trying to make content off the shit. That fucking gay nigga told you to beat your ass and fuck on your ass, boy. Wow. He dead ass serious, nigga. I don't know if he's serious about the whole rape shit, but I'm saying he dead ass serious about putting hands on you, my nigga. And you crying. You run into an old 50 year old gangbanger, nigga, trying to call his gay best friends. What are you doing? Now I can't rock with niggas like you because I thought you was an equal opportunist. So a nigga like me, I'm sending shots at everybody that sends shots at me. You gay, you straight, you black, you white, you fucking purple. I don't give a fuck. You can be four foot, you can be Wimbiana height, nigga. I don't give a fuck. You send shots at me, I'm sending shots. I call bullshit when I see bullshit. Well, I can't sit back and let a nigga talk shit about men and women. You know what I'm saying, but when it comes to fucking LGBTQ uh, people, you fucking you you crying and shit. That's why I fuck with Dave Chappelle. He stand on business, and I can't fuck with a nigga who only got fucking liquid uh lick uh fucking liquid courage, my nigga. You only got balls when you got a fucking pint of fucking henny in your fucking system. I can't fuck with niggas like that. I'm fucking mind fuck, bro, because I literally looked at academics as a fucking influence. And, and one of them guys in this game, bro, who I really want to link with. And I still do, but I got called niggas on they shit, man. I got called niggas on the corny shit they motherfucking me doing. We're going to get into some more allegedly corny shit later in the episode. we we'll talk about this cost and that shit. It's a whole bunch of shit going on that I didn't even fucking know about, man. But this academic shit, I think he has finally made his match. And I think his hand has finally been exposed because we all sat back and we... Like so we we heard this nigga say so much shit. I seen so many people on social media talking about some. We would have known this if this, this this was all it took for academics to shut the fuck up as a gay nigga to, uh, to fucking press him. We would have been had this shit happen. That's all it took for you to fucking fold, my nigga. <sighs> Come on, man. You, you started. You looking real funny and like to niggas who looked up. Now I ain't saying looked up, but niggas who right who straight supported you, my nigga. I gotta fall back on the victims and shit now. Because back then, I let the shit slide because I thought niggas just trying to be professional. Niggas just trying to do his job. But now I have multiple examples of niggas pressing you and you folding like a little bitch, bro. But when you go on your stream and you trying to give your side of things, you trying to stand on business. whole time, you fucking drinking your fucking uh, kidneys and shit away. Come oh, on, man. I just, I don't know, man. It's fucked up when you really think about shit. It truly is, man. But moving on, man. I want to get into Bubba. You may be sitting there saying, Hatch, who the fuck is Bubba? Not my nigga Bubba Willis, man. My nigga Savage Little Brotherman. Shout out to him. I think he a cook and shit. Should be looking fire on the socials. Nigga tap in with that nigga Bubba, man. But it's, just, oh, it's a mayor, man. It's Alabama Alabama mayor. Jesus Christ, get this show off the screen. Alabama mayor ends his own life because he's being outed as transgender curvy girl by a blow. The man was Alabama mayor. Let me read this. It says, According to reports, an Alabama mayor named F.L. Bubba Copeland reportedly ended his life after Brightwing conservative news website involuntarily voluntary out of him as being transgender. The Lee County Sheriff's Office reported that the Smith Station mayor shot himself in front of police during a welfare check. Previously, Copeland was exposed by 1819 News, which was published, uh, which published a headline calling out the secret life of Bubba Copeland. Wow. Copeland, who once posed with Donald Trump, reportedly confirmed to the blog that the accounts they found of them posing in various outfits, some more ranty than others, was him and that it was a hobby and used for getting rid of stress. Wow. Where have we heard this before, ladies and gentlemen? Didn't John Lorenzo say he was going to strip clubs and holding guns because he was what? Trying to cope with stress? Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> He also says Copeland reportedly asked the blog not to release the information to the public, which they did anyway. Doug Bubba. What the fuck? They, that's a juicy ass story, nigga. You the mayor is a tranny? Oh, I can't say tranny, can I, goddamn? The mayor is a transgender. Come on, man. It's front page news, boy. Wow. He says the news quickly spread and caused controversy, prompting Copeland to say, "This will not waver my de- this will not waver my devotion to my family, serving my city, serving my church." However, Sheriff Jay Jones noted the incident where Copeland took his life happened days later, which was Friday, with Mayor stepping out on his car, shooting himself.
1: Wow.
0: Damn. Um, I do want to give my prayers and condolences to family members, friends, anybody that Bubba, you know, impacted in a positive light. I gotta say this, Bubba. It is the year of 2023. Nigga, you killed yourself for fucking what
1: again? Wow.
0: Because now niggas know you, you are transgender? Wow because now niggas know you wear ranty raunchy clothes and you do these wild things in your personal life wow you see say what you want about a nigga like Dwight Howard I fuck with how Dwight Howard's handling this whole you know what I'm saying sexual assault shit as wild as this shit is you know I talked about it on the pod as wild as this shit is you know what I was seeing Dwight Howard doing earlier today Man, Dwight Howard was in the gym uh, working out. He was in there doing this, you know what I'm saying, shoot around shit, getting in with his trainers and shit like that. I see other videos of Dwight Howard still living the same life he was living weeks ago, months ago, years ago. You know how stressful that has to be for the world to now know one of your deepest, darkest secrets? I'm not trying to downplay what Bubba went through. Fuck no, Bubba. Please don't take this the wrong way. But we have to get to a point, And it ties back to what I've been talking about pretty much all of phase two, my nigga. And most of phase one. We have to get to a point that we acknowledge that there's severe mental health when it comes to this transgender shit. Because there's no way in fucking hell. I don't give a fuck what secrets I got. I don't have a secret that If a motherfucker find out, I'm offing myself. I don't have those secrets. Nigga, you just sat here and said, this won't stop your devotion to your family, serving your city, and serving your church. What the fuck happened? What happened in those days after that to where now you want to kill yourself? Bro, this 2023, don't nobody really give a fuck about what you got going on in your personal life. I just, like I just said, Dwight Howard is still Dwight Howard. Niggas got their jokes off and, of, man, nigga, move the fuck on. You know what I mean? Transgenders we didn't see. You know what I mean? Niggas we, that, that have been outed for fucking other niggas now. You know what I mean? Niggas, how many times that didn't happened? You're not finna lose what you didn't built, nigga. You're not finna lose nothing. You, been, Niggas may crack some jokes. It may be some people that was, that was real close to you that's gonna be like, damn, like, why well, didn't I did not know? It may be some of those riffs and some of that, but it won't be nothing that's gonna truly impact you. I don't understand. Well, I don't really, man, it's not it's not for me to understand. Let me make sure I put that out there. But to take your own life because because of because you was out it. You knew you was going to be out. The people met with you and showed you what the fuck they had. It ain't like you just woke up one day, you, you roll over kissing your fucking wife, you in the mirror brushing your teeth, she walking that motherfucker with her phone like, what the fuck is this? It wasn't one of those moments. You literally knew this shit was coming. You had you had time. You had time to prepare. You literally had time to mentally get prepared for the bullshit. What the fuck are they going to do, tell you to leave office? You could have fucking been a fucking, uh, a fucking symbol for them people. Look at this. We have a transgender mayor. I mean, fucking times when you say that in history. Like, how I mean, many times can you say that in, in, in fucking United States of America history? It's a fucking transgender mayor. I don't really know. Maybe there is some out there. Maybe it's hellos of them out there. I ain't never heard of them. You could have been a beacon, a, a fucking example, a fucking uh you can be anything. Don't let them hold you back. You can still be a leader amongst the people. You could have been that. But you 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 killed yourself. I just come on, Bubba. Like. Come on, Bubba, man. Like, it ain't even like you was hiding this shit, man. Like you was out here taking pictures, posing this fucking as a whole person, you was going under the name of transgender curvy girl, bro. Like, you you had a whole persona out there, my nigga. You had a whole fucking persona of your other life. Of your other life. You It wasn't like there's some shit you just, in, in, in your house, you just, that's how you walk around the crib. No, you had a whole fucking persona. Whole damn IG, goddamn me. Like, just don't get it, man. I just think sometimes, man, people just be, I be wanting to ask, not wanting to ask, but, like, you know how, like, man, I just be wondering, like, sometimes, dude, like, in the moments when people be, like, having those suicidal moments, and maybe this is a wild-ass thought, maybe I shouldn't even be saying this shit, I be wondering, like, a lot of times when people be committing suicide, how much of that shit really be, like, planned? Because if it's a planned, you know what I'm saying, thing you that, that you done went through, like, you know what I'm saying, it's only so many outcomes to so a certain situation. It's a planned situation. I ain't really talking about them. I'm talking to people that do shit in the heat of the moment type shit. Like a moment like this with Bubba. Oh, shit. No, not a whole world. No, I'm trans. to the curvy girl. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like He's he's panicking. He's he's going crazy for absolutely no fucking reason. He For no fucking reason. And I get it. That wasn't the that wasn't the news. That wasn't the the the, the eighteen nineteen news people story to tell. But what do you expect them to do, my nigga? You you're a political figure living a double life. It's the same goddamn thing. If you was a political figure cheating on his wife, if he was a political figure who had a fucking estranged fucking uh, child or some shit, you know what I'm saying? It's the same fucking thing. But when you you are you're a political figure. Living a double life. When the whole time you was a political figure, just living your true identity, just being your fucking self, instead of trying to appease motherfuckers? Who knows what the fuck you could have been, Bubba? <laughs> Come on, Bubba. Come on, man. All right, motherfucker, me, Pete Bubba, man. Real talk. Uh, moving on, man. You know, I want to get into this crazy-ass clip that I seen. It was this clip I seen on Twitter, and it was about this man. It was this homeless man sleeping in the hallway on some steps, right? And there was a, another man who was sneaking up on the homeless man. He ended up lighting the homeless man on fire. Wow. He ended up setting this homeless man on fire, killing this homeless man. He has been arrested, um, charged with um, arson, murder, all that shit, man. Uh, let me see. Let me see. What's this nigga name? It's Nathaniel Terry, a 27 year old resident of the New York apartment building. He lived in the apartment. He was 27 years old. He has been arrested. He's been charged with murder, assault and arson. Terry was an immigrant American, intentionally set a homeless man on fire while he was asleep in an apartment stairwell. You know, man. You know, what was are talking about? The Little Reese shit when he, was, you know, the homeless man was sleeping. Little Reese, like, pour some water on him or something. Like, pour some some drink on him. And I came over and I talked about how much of a bitch-ass nigga Lil Reese was for that. Because who fucks with the homeless? Like, you can just walk past them type shit. Like, you you really ain't even got to have no interaction with the homeless. Like, you can just, like, walk right past them. Like, a lot of times they really don't say shit. Even if they do, they ask for, like, some change or something like that. I ain't got it, my nigga. And just keep on going. To see this nigga, Nathaniel Terry, and I watched the video, and I usually don't even watch shit like that. I stopped watching shit like that years ago um, after I was in, like, high school. And um, i never forget, I was in high school, and it was a video we was watching. And I think it was in, like, a my fucking, like, a, my fucking wood wood chop class, whatever the fuck that shit called. We was in the back of that fucking class. We was watching a video of the cartel, and the nigga was, like, seesawing a nigga's neck off, like, hands, all that shit. And after I watched that shit, bro, I told myself I never again watched videos on social media that showed, like, violence like that. When it's when it shoots and shit like that, I always watch the videos, like, right up until niggas get shot because I just don't want to see it. I just want the context of, you know what I'm saying, what the fuck is going on. So I watched this video. This was the first video I watched all the way through niggas since high school, over 10 years. This is probably the most disturbing video I've ever seen in my life. Because with the cartel shit, you, 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 you get it. it's cartel shit. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up That's it cartel shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's like a whole nother world. You know what I'm saying? That's, you can clap, you can just bow that shit up and just label that motherfucker me some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. When you see somebody sleeping, catching some Z's, you know what I'm saying? Knock the fuck out. And you see somebody set them on fire for fucking what, my nigga? Why are you setting them on fire? You ain't like splashing them with no water them to them, get his funky ass up. You ain't doing none of that. You ain't do you. You set them on fire. Are we, are we, are we serious? And the V, I just couldn't believe the man didn't wake the fuck up like, I just I couldn't believe it. Like the video was so wild to me, bro. Like he set the man on fire from like his, his pants leg. And like the man just never woke the fuck up. Like he just never got the fuck up. I'm like, like, why he ain't like, damn, you don't feel that? Like, but at the end of the day, what the fuck was the reason, man? We live in a wild world, man. We live in a wild world, man. It's I, it, I don't understand it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Look, I I'm not a violent person. I don't go around. I'm not thinking about doing no fit, no harm or nobody. I'm a defender. I defend the fuck out of myself. I, I I if motherfucker fuck with me, it's on. I want the smoke then. But to have innocent people, and like this, to me, this is worse than motherfucker being shot in like a, a drive through or something, like a drive by, an innocent to get hit. This is far worse than that to me. This is somebody who was asleep, minding their fucking business. I get it. You don't want homeless people sleeping in your fucking stairwells and shit. I get it. Okay, I get that. Full tilt. But what was the need to set them on fire? What What happened to calling the landlord? What happened to calling the police? What happened to yelling at the nigga? What happened to banging on pans? What happened to fucking me, you know, some splashing niggas with water? You know, what happened to all of that shit? At what point did you say, man? Fuck that! Give me the lighter. What? What led to that, my nigga? So, what would you say that this nigga Nathaniel Terry deserves as punishment? What we saying? What we saying? Murder, assault, and arson. What we saying? What we doing? You know what I'm saying? Prison, life, death, death, uh, death time. We need, we need, we need to execute this nigga. I'm sorry. The same way you just executed somebody. No, fuck that. You need to be executed, my brother. A lot of people don't want to say that. I'ma say it. Fuck that. I for an eye. I. I for a fucking eye. This man was sleep. You 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 know, you know that we do not the state taxes do not need to be funding shit for you. I don't give a fuck if it is a bologna sandwich, bitch. You do not deserve to be breathing air like no fucking body else in this world if you would take the life of somebody that's sleep and innocent. Sleep and innocent? Sleep and innocent. Now, if a motherfucker was a grime, you know what I'm saying? In certain cases, I know where these women have been sex trafficked, the only way they can get away is they fuck with the nigga while he sleep. I'm all for it. But for a homeless man to be sleep, just sleep, and you walk up and set them on fucking fire? <sighs> man, let me let, let me press the button. Let me do the lethal injury. Let, let me do it. How I sign up, I want to do it and go shake the goddamn me homeless man parents' hand. I want to go shake his family hand and say, God damn it, I did it. And that was for me and all the friends of the show. <laughs> Real talk. when You set a homeless man on fire. It's a wicked world we live in, man. It truly is a wicked motherfucking world. That's that's not even talking about the war, the wars and shit like that. That's on home turf, niggas is setting homeless people on fire for absolutely no fucking reason. And you twenty seven years old, you's a grown ass man, and you doing shit like that. Put that nigga in a gas chamber, B. <laughs> Light that nigga up, man. Real motherfucking me talk, man. <laughs> shit crazy as a motherfucker, man. Um, but moving on, man. You know, in this podcast space, man, there's new players every motherfucking day that air in the game. Um, I've been in the game now for over three years now. And in that three years, I've seen a lot of people come and go. I've seen a lot of people reach high success. Um, I've seen people reach high success and remain at longevity. I've also seen people reach that high success and pretty much fade. i see people have Different fucking me, um, you know, panels of motherfucking me, uh, I guess, commentators, I guess you would say, podcasters, I guess you would say. Um, I've seen it all, man. You know, there's been shows that I just decided not to really ever talk about because I never really tapped in with the content. Once I really started embarking on my journey like full time and really going hard with the shit, I have really stayed away from watching other people's shows. But that does not mean that once people reach a certain level of success that I don't understand and know who the fuck they are. I tap in, identify with every motherfucking anybody who fits fits under that umbrella of, quote-unquote, big fish in this uh, content-creating space. Podcasting side. I was never really into the whole I am athlete shit, but I understood what they were doing. I liked what they were doing, and I understood that it looked like well, I understood what at the time that it looked like they were on a plight to reach levels of 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 athletes turning analysts podcasters. They're gonna take that to a whole nother level. That's what it looked like early on when it came to I am athlete. I've seen the fallout with Brandon Marshall, Channing, and you know, Frank and all them guys, Channing and Frank going over to the pivot with Ryan Clark. I've seen that fallout and decided to never really ever talk about it. What I seen it proceed after that was Brandon Marshall literally going on every motherfucking me platform he can talking about the fallout of I am athlete. He's been doing it for what, a year now, two years now? How long has the fucking pivot been out, man? Brandon Marshall been talking about them niggas non motherfucking me stop and I always stayed out of it. But I ain't gonna lie to you. Today, I've had a motherfucking me now. I came across this clip that I want to play for y'all. And it also leads into
1: just what I think is truly going on behind the scenes. Let me play this for y'all. He is very, very talented. Mm-hmm. But Channing, and I don't know where he's at now because I haven't been around him almost a year and a half. But what I see- You know where the fuck he's at, nigga. He's on top, you hating
0: ass, bitch ass, nigga. But let that shit continue, man.
1: See, is like, are you mastering your craft? You showing up the. What do you
0: mean? Is he Matt? You know, let me. I'm sorry.
1: Last ten years doing radio, just showing up twenty minutes before and just talking, just to talk. Mm-hmm. That's your natural ability. But you can be the next Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's making a million dollars an episode. I said, bro, like, here go four hundred thousand in the first year, and if you do what you supposed, to... this is the conversation that we having. All the shit, teeth getting done, all of that. Like, bro, like dog, like your teeth. I've been on that shit talking about that. Like, bro, like even your t-shirts, keep your same swag. Don't change that That's shit. Up.
0: That's your brand. That's
1: your brand. But like, let's change this up. Boom, boom, boom. You, if you do what you supposed to do, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do behind the scenes, you'll be at a million dollars next year. But Channing is very. Wow. 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 wow.
0: You know, I want to say this about Brandon Marshall, man. You know, Brandon Marshall used to play for my team, the Chicago Bears. Um, Brandon Marshall was our uh, wide receiver one. Um, you know, I I was a fan of Brandon Marshall's because I had to be. Brandon Marshall was an absolute motherfucking me clown.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, you know, he's so fucking delusional. i seen clips of him talking about asking T.O., does T.O. think he better than fucking him? What the fuck do you... How can you even look T.O. in the fucking face and ask him, do he think he better than you? Are you fucking serious, nigga? You are literally the fucking great value dollar version of fucking Dez Bryant, nigga. Wow. I don't give a fuck about you, nigga. Are you fucking serious? You are always known for being the crazy nigga. What the fuck was he just talking about? You what, what, what was that malarkey That bullshit he just said about Channing? You don't know what he's up to. You haven't been around. You know exactly what the fuck he's up to. He's on the best goddamn platform he's ever been on. The pivot is amazing. Granted, I don't tap in with they shit like I didn't tap in with y'all shit, but I know exactly what the fuck they got going on. I know what Ryan Clark got going on. I know what Frank Clark got going on. I know what Channing got going on. The niggas keep the big headers coming through for the interviews, man. But you don't know what the fuck they doing. Why is the original people you launched this platform with no longer around you? Ocho is with Shannon Sharp now, man. It was you, Shannon. Show. I mean, it was you, Ocho Cinco, Frank Clark, Shannon. Yeah, I was rocking and rolling, rocking and fucking rolling. Damn, show sure wasn't even now fucking me. What two, three years? How long was fucking I am athlete out before they even start breaking up, man? How long was that shit before it start breaking up? You talking about a Nick can be the next Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan get a million dollars per episode. You gonna throw him four hundred thousand for a whole year? Wow. How did, what math are you talking about, nigga? A million episode, 400,000 for a year. And you say if he follow your tutelage, who the, fuck, who the fuck is Brandon Marshall to follow his tutelage about becoming a fucking media star? Wow. Nigga, if you don't get your stupid ass out there and teach some young kids how to run some fucking route trees. Wow. What the fuck are you talking about? What tutelage? What background? What skill set? What what fucking do? What 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 experience do you fucking have to be able to look a nigga in his eyes and tell him he can be the next Joe Rogan? And if he follow your tutelage, if you gonna do if you do what you do and I do what I do, nigga, you'll make a million next year. Why? How? Based off what? Based off fucking what? Where's the other niggas who was around you that's that? were How much they making them? Who, who you got over there now? I seen Lashawn McCoy was on there. I seen you had, uh what's the name, Pac-Man Jones on there. Last time I seen Pac-Man, Pac-Man was getting his ass knocked out and getting his ass knocked all over the ring by some white man, man. What fucking tutelage did you have to walk to that nigga chatting and tell him, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, if he follows your fuck, come on, man, niggas just be chatting, Are You chatting, my nigga. And you a hating ass nigga because you know exactly what the fuck they got going on. What they got going on is far past what the fuck you got going on. Ain't nobody talking about the I am athlete shit no more. To be quite honest with you, I think the money got in the motherfucking me way because they went from a fucking podcast to a fucking brand hella fucking fast. And I'm not, not I'm not hating on that shit, on that none of that shit. But that spells a problem when you got what five niggas in play. See a nigga like myself, yes, okay, show, boom, Brandon, boom, we pop and we large. It's all mine. I'm not beefing with myself over the bread, nigga. It's you, Ocho, Channing, Frank Clark. Hey, I didn't got split that pie. And you supposed to be a nigga that's running everything? Niggas are supposed to be following your tutelage? Get the fuck out of here, Brandon Marshall. You fucking delusional, nigga. I couldn't believe he asked T.O. that shit. Nigga, you played for my team and I couldn't stand you. I wasn't missing you when you was gone, nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? But <laughs> it is what it is. You know, it's just when I see niggas just blatantly hating, it it bothers me because you don't never really see that when it comes to when I okay when I'm when I see shit like this, it really bothers me because you're making it seem like it's not enough money for all you niggas to eat. You really mad because them niggas left you and built something that surpassed what the fuck y'all ever had together. The pivot is huge, brother. Like the pivot is the pivot is is probably the biggest motherfucking sports podcast show. I don't know if the Pat McAfee show fought under that, but the pivot is probably the biggest podcast show by athletes, bro. Let's just keep it above. buck. I just kidding, like no bullshit. It's the pivot. The pivot is the, that that's it right there. Frank Clark, Channing, and, and uh, Ryan uh, uh, and Ryan Clark. Come on, man. Them niggas is doing that shit. I, as a nigga that's, that's sitting on this camera, that's trying to do some shit myself, I can look at them and say, no, them niggas got that sleeper formula. They got it. Personality, businessman, experience. They got the motherfucking me. They got the motherfucking me uh, careers to back it. They got that shit. And they t- they coming from a total different perspective, and they doing some shit that you never could do. And for you to keep going on other platforms talking about this shit, it, it, it's really it makes you come off a certain way, and the a certain ways, make you come off backs what motherfuckers you say about your ass in them locker rooms, because you're continuing to act to act like you 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 made them niggas. and you ain't make. How you make a nigga? How you make a nigga? How you make a nigga that was already doing fucking me, that was already doing what the fuck he was doing? Chan already had that personality. I remember that nigga for going viral from them old fucking me clips on uh, NFL Network. Him talking about him pissing in his own pants and shit while he was playing. I remember his personality, nigga. You didn't make him. How can you make a nigga that was on a show with you for what, a year or two? Left your shit, went and made another show that surpassed what the fuck you ever had. How did you make him? How did you make him? It's just it's sad, bro. It's sad. Niggas live in a world of delusion. It's crazy because to a certain extent, you got to be delusional to be successful. You got to believe certain things to achieve certain crazy goals, man. Real talk. Everybody call everything crazy until motherfuckers actually accomplish it. So for a nigga like Brandon Marshall, he needs uh, a certain level of delusion to make it to the NFL. He needs a certain level of delusion to maintain his media career. He needs that shit, and I'm not knocking it. I'm, I'm not even gonna take it there with the nigga. But for you to continuously hate on your on your former, you know, what I'm saying partners, quote unquote, your former get, uh, like you don't really see, like you'll see Joe Budden. He asked some shit about the Rory and mall shit. But he ain't literally going around on press runs. It's like Brandon Marshall going on press runs and, and talk shit about these niggas. And it's like, my nigga, you've been a clown since this day motherfucking me one. And it's coming from a nigga who had to hope your ass caught the fucking balls, man. You literally ain't shit. And I'll repeat it before I move on. You literally ain't shit. But a great value, dollar value, dollar marshall, dollar tree value, motherfucking me. Des Brian, my nigga. Stop the fucking Malarkey, you bitch ass nigga. Real motherfucking me talk. Um, But moving on, man, For we get the fuck up out of here. You know, as I mentioned, man, you know I've been really busy, man. I've been working, 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 doing the working and podcasting shit. Really ain't been keeping up too much with a lot of shit that's on social media as much as I used to. I really just been coming here talking about the shit that I want to talk about. And I've been taking a lot of um, pleasure in that lately. Um, But I realized there's certain things I guess I'm literally supposed to give a fuck about now. <laughs> um. There's certain things that's trickle laying on social media that I really want to talk about. Uh, let's go ahead and get into this Cossonette jail stream. You know, there's a lot of people calling this Cossonette jail stream corny. Um, Kai did a seven-day jail stream, had a lot of, people, a lot of influencers come through. Kashan Rock, Drewski, uh, Offset was supposed to go through, but Offset ended up canceling after uh, Kai said his album was mid, which is kind of crazy. Wow. I ain't going to lie to you for a nigga that just, he just did a 24-hour, 48-hour live stream with Cossonette. Like a few weeks ago, and that shit was lit. Now, if Kai thought the album was mid, Kai thought the album was mid. But Kai to come out and say that album was mid right after that, it is fucking crazy. I kind of feel offset because it's like, damn, my nigga, you kind of you kind of play me, my nigga. I'm supposed to be coming here, and I'm supposed to be, of course, I'm coming here because you got the fucking sauce right now. But I ain't finna be coming here. Trying to, you know what I'm saying, get it getting getting the vibes and shit like that. You basically letting it know, like, yeah, this nigga cool, like, It's his album all that, but like, yeah, you come come through type shit. Like, nah, no, fuck that, nigga. You gotta like my shit hard, man. Even if you don't even think even if you think my shit mid, you gotta think my shit hard. Nigga, what you think I'm finna come do on the stream? I'm finna come fuck around, but it's gonna be some shit that I'm promoting about my album too, nigga. He probably was gonna be spinning some bars from that motherfucker, but you think the shit mid. So offset was supposed to go through. We never went. Uh, like I said, Krishan Rock went through. D D G went through. I think A M P came through as well. It was a lot of fucking other people. A lot of little uh, comedian influences as well. Social media influences as well. Um, it was. It was. It was. It. It was a big ass slumber party for real. That's what it looked like to me. I didn't really watch. I just seen clips and stuff like that. Um, I gotta be honest though. Is the cost in that stream corny? I'm going to say it is corny, bro. And I'm not going to say it's corny like everybody else is saying it's corny. Because, oh, you making it seem like jail is sweet. Niggas is in there having fun. You not showing the real depiction of jail. Brother, I don't give a fuck, a flying fuck, about the real depiction of jail. If you don't know the real depiction of jail, my nigga, you should just do some dumb shit and take your ass and jail. Yeah, I, I don't need to see a motherfucker. I don't need to see shit on camera. For me to know the real depiction of jail. I'm okay. I'm not like them. I'm going to say this shit is corny because I know the real reason why you're doing this. Because like I said, this ain't shit but a big ass slumber party. You just got a bunch of motherfuckers sleeping over. The reason why I say it's corny is because I have to bring it to question. Why the fuck is this in a prison like setting? Why is the environment the environment? Because I can easily, I easily know the answer to that question. The same reason why you got free Tory written on your walls is because right now, rappers being in jail is sensationalized. Wow. We just got to keep it a buck. Young Thugs in jail. y Melly's on trial. You know what I'm saying? Tory Lane just went to jail. Right now, in hip-hop, jail is sensationalized. Gunna snitch, released from jail. Like they say kai Gary released walked up walked out smiling got in a bentley or some shit like that how they gonna leave jail holding some thick bitch hand hopping in a nice ass form right now jail is sensationalizing hip-hop in the culture right now in the fucking culture there's a whole lot of free this free that free that free that right now incarceration is is is, is prime time right now damn these niggas from the school Oh, no, I ain't in the game. I'm supposed to be watching i My bad. <laughs> I got the games on the big screen, man. I ain't, I'm trying to hit these parlays type shit. But right now, that shit is sensational. And that itself is the reason why Kai Sinet did the fucking jail stream. Wow. And that itself is the reason why I say, nah, my nigga, that's fucking corny. Because I have no problem with, you know what I'm saying, nigga just doing some shit. You want to do some beyond, scare straight type shit. I have no problem with you doing that. I have no problem with you having a fucking slumber party with all your famous celebrity friends. I have no problem with you doing that. Live stream that shit. Go crazy, my nigga. But why couldn't it be, you know, on a college campus? Why couldn't it be in a haunted house? Why couldn't it be, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Why did it? It it had to be jail. Y'all had to be in prison, huh? It had to be having... Free Tory and all this shit on the walls. I'm not here to say whether or not they can def- defend Tory Lanez or none of that. What I'm saying is that is a fucking significant detail of why hip-hop right now is sensationalizing motherfucking jail time. It's a whole lot of niggas paperwork coming out from jails. A lot of motherfucking me videos coming out from King Von being uh, in jail, going crazy, banging on niggas. It's a whole lot of shit going on right now. that's sensationalizing jail. And that alone is why I say that Casanet shit is actually motherfucking me corny as fuck. Well. But I salute everything that Casanet does. Man, I was thinking about this early. Who knows what Casanet gonna be in like ten years, bro? I think that nigga gonna be in the movies. He, are, I think, said so he in a new Good Burger movie coming out. He directing Ace uh, a Boogie with the hoodie music videos. Like, I think Casanet gonna be a big motherfucking me factor. He already a big factor in the culture right now. They already got him on the same list with Charlamagne, the guy, Joe, but he don't even do half the hip-hop shit them niggas do. Not even a percentage of it. But he has the voice of the youth right now, and I love to see it because he's black. I mean, let's just call it what it is. And honestly, I love to see it because he's black, black. Like, a lot of times, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, even though I'm not a straight, dark-skinned nigga, a lot of times when I see people in power, I got a lot of times I kind of get annoyed when they all like my color or lighter. I love seeing people that's actually dark skinned having straight power, my nigga. Because a lot of times, bro, it seems like the only time we get accepted, and even though I just had some hate crime shit happen to me, it happens to us all. A lot of times it seems like the only time we get accepted in them high roles of power is when we look a certain shade. So when I see a nigga as black as motherfucking me costing that, you know what I'm saying? Black as, you can't even see most of this nigga tattoos. He got locks. When I see a nigga that look like that, and he got the power of the motherfucking me youth. I love that shit, my nigga. Fascinating. You can look at me, I ain't, I ain't costing that color. I'm way lighter than that nigga. But I love to see motherfuckers that straight black get motherfucking me positions of power because... I find it, I find it real peculiar that every time it's a motherfucking me black person, that's the first this, that's the first that, you know what I'm saying? That's in this position, in this role. They always my color or lighter. But it's like, come on, my nigga. Like, come on, my nigga. Like, let's, let's, let's switch this up a little bit. So I'm happy for Cassanette. I think he's doing big things. His production level is crazy. Like I said, he just did some Mr. B shit. I just didn't like the actual de- the decision of it. You know what I'm saying? With the with the actual environment, but he ain't doing shit no different than Mr. Beast. You know, his production level is fucking crazy. It, it takes a lot to do a live stream for seven days straight on straight improv. So I fuck with him for that. That's, that's some good shit right there as a content creator. Um, also once we'll we be thinking about. Oh, Kevin Lee. Apparently, Kevin Lee's food critics is something I'm supposed to be giving a fuck about now. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't under that whole food side of social media. Like I, like when there's some some good food that come across my shit like you go on my social media right now there's a whole bunch of like chicken tenders and fries and like shit like that on my social media feed bro I love that shit but that social media side that loves the food critics and watching motherfuckers eat and all that shit I don't subscribe to that shit that that part of the world that shit can just die off to me I ain't lie. That, that shit is disgusting to me to just be watching motherfuckers eat food and critique food and eat as much food as they can and just bad shit. Like, that shit is disgusting to me. So I never truly tapped in with the Kevin Lee nigga like that. I never even really gave a fuck about his content. Not trying to hate him because he's doing big thing. He's a former MMA fighter. But apparently he, he had a gay a food critic, and now he he didn't cause motherfucking me haywire. Niggas is going crazy. I'm seeing Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco talk about this shit. Everybody's talking about this He's going viral. Niggas talking what they Kevin Lee for Thanksgiving. it's perfect timing for this need to pop right now. I ain't going to lie to you. But I ain't going to lie. Like, I don't know if it's just because I don't know if it's just because I've been working and shit. Like, when I see shit like this go viral, it makes me think. You know, there's a lot of people that put in a lot of hard work. To like go viral to them to, to build a fucking career and shit like that. It's not even like no shade. This I ain't even talking about myself. This is like a general state. There's a lot of people that put in a lot of fucking work to go hard to, to get noticed to, to fucking get their voice out there just to be heard. They just want the eyes because they know they got the talent to back it. You know what I'm saying? When you see niggas going viral for fucking ordering food. And then tell you whether it's a 9 out of 10 or not. Wow. That shit hurts to the core. I ain't going to lie to you. As a content creator, that shit hurts to the core. At what point do you say, man, fuck this shit? I see, That makes me think about the people who was doing all that mukbang shit. And they was going viral for that shit. And I remember I always say, like, at what point in like life do they say, man, fuck getting a job? I'm just going to eat, 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 eat. And it's these, it's these people that you see that actually went viral and they built a career, they earned a, they earned a living off this shit. If you see them now, they pretty much ate themselves damn near to the ground, my nigga. Wow. Is. Like there's so many new ways, there's so many ways, simple ways now to go viral. It's crazy to me, dog. Like this food shit, this crit is giving you criticism of food. It's niggas that's driving state to state to all different locations across the country giving they fucking uh, critics a food, they food criticism. I just, man, look, it's that that part of social media I never will understand. I never will understand. I never will understand, but I respect the hustle because if a motherfucker going to pay you for telling them if a fucking burger is good or not, <laughs> why the fuck not? You know what I'm saying? But Kevin Lee... Keep doing your fucking thing, man. Keep doing your fucking thing. But it is important. It is interesting to see that now motherfuckers are starting to turn on dude because he's been doing this shit for a minute. He's been doing this shit for a minute. For a fucking minute. And it's, it's, I always say, because I think it's going to happen to Kostin too. I think when motherfuckers love you and motherfuckers promote you so much, eventually motherfuckers do get tired of you. And eventually motherfuckers do, you know what I'm saying, turn on you. And to see motherfuckers acting like Kevin Lee ain't been giving his critics his criticism about customer service and whether or not the food good, or not the price point is valued or not, he been doing that shit. So because he doing it now, and now you motherfuckers want to switch up on him, that's usually how the game goes. That's when you know you actually became motherfucking successful, man. So shout out to Kevin Lee, bro. Real shit. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, Meg, Meg, Magnus, Stout. let's get the Meg real fast. We end this shit, man. Um, Megan Stallion dropped a new song called Cobra. Meg is going to drop, man. Look, I've been telling y'all for a minute that Meg, when she drop, I think she's going to take the fuck over. Um, just because she has the talent, she has the ability, she has the bars, Um, she has the major sex appeal. People still are in love with Megan Yes, it was a free tour. It was a fuck Megan campaign that was going on. But I think that right now everybody wants to know what the fuck she has to say. She has the story. She has the attention. And like I said, she has the talent to back and support the motherfucking me uh, attention at the moment. Um, she dropped a song called Cobra. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, it, it was a little, a little different, and not different probably from what her other music that um, she's made that I probably haven't listened to. It was different from the shit that I really liked, the shit that I want to hear from Megan The Stallion. I like hearing that shit that's gonna make her shake that ass. I mean, in the video she definitely had some little dances and stuff like that. Definitely had that ass jiggle a little bit. Um, but the song. I mean, the song itself, man, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Because there's so much content in this song. Is it a bop? Absolutely not. Is this something that I can hear motherfuckers uh, just playing? Absolutely fucking not. This is a song that is a filler on her album. Absolutely. To me, this is not a single. You know what I'm saying? The production of the video and everything was nice, but... I don't think this should have been the first song off the motherfucking
1: album. Wow.
0: I don't know exactly what her fan base is looking for. I don't absolutely know, but I know when you have the attention right now, when you have the eyes of people who probably isn't even, you know, isn't even your fans, when you have eyes of other people's fan bases right now because everybody wants to know exactly what the fuck you got to say. Granted, I love you dropping a song where you actually talking about some shit. You talking about how you miss your parents that both died? You talking about how you know what I'm saying everybody was hating on you, everybody left you when you when you was at your lowest and shit like that. You talked about how you was suicidal. You talked about all these moments. You talked about walking in on parties and Fontaine getting some sloppy toppy. Wow. But at a certain point in time, dude, are we supposed to believe all these things? You want me, but you want everybody to believe that you got shot and you motherfucker me walked in on party getting some head, but you don't want us to believe you were sucking blueface dick.
1: Wow. Come on
0: now. Come on now, it can't be all these stories about you and you choose, you picking and choosing what you want motherfuckers to believe type shit. You know what I'm saying? But the content is heavy without the motherfucking me song. But I always, I just feel like when you got everybody's attention, like I said, even the, the eyes of fans and the ears of fans who aren't even yours, I feel like you have to drop a motherfucking me song that motherfuckers can be, it can be stuck in their head type shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's when you need that. You can drop a motherfucking me bop song with a motherfucking me with content labeled all through it. But that's when you need a song that's going to be catchy and stuck through a motherfucking me head. Now when you sitting there the about how you was all suicidal and shit, bitch, you ain't Eminem. We ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> but it's fucked up, man. It truly is fucked up that that if that is true, she walked in on party getting some head. I got to be honest with you. At what point at what point do do my who cheat? Cause I don't I don't believe in cheat, right? I don't believe in cheat. But I always say like, if I was a cheater, like I wouldn't be doing like the typical cheater shit. Like, at what point do niggas stop bringing the work the side pieces and and a little and a little fuck but little fuck buddies and shit like that? When do we stop bringing them to the crib? We actually in a fucking relationship. Wow! Like, why niggas don't go get the hotel? Why niggas don't go to that bitch crib? Why do motherfuckers? Why are you bringing shorty back to your crib? And not not only just your crib, but the crib you share with the fucking multi million dollar, multi platinum selling artist. Like, why? You gonna fumble the bag that way? But he did put on this on this IG. The shit was capped, so who knows, man? At this point. A motherfucker can say Megan and stuff, Megan the Stallion is lying about anything. And there's gonna be a large amount of people that actually believe the shit. So who motherfucking me knows, man? But I do think Megan's is prepared to take over for the women for the female rap side for at least the next couple of months, depending on how this out how this music comes out. Um because everybody wanna know what she gotta say, man. Uh, the ass look fat again. Um and I just like I just love man. Mary look good, but I ain't gonna lie to you. Like at this point, man, I, I really wanna have some intercourse with Megan Stallion, but I ain't gonna lie to you. When I make it, that's that's exactly where I'm going. I don't, I don't shoot women, so I'll be alright. And I'm 6'4", so okay, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> real tall. Uh, what else? Oh, Michael Jackson, Thriller. Michael Jackson's Thriller. I found this to be a, a fucking fantastic stat. I came. This is this is an amazing accomplishment in my eyes. Michael Jackson's Thriller just sold eighteen thousand copies. And that album came out 41 years ago. Wow. 18,000 copies in the shit that came out 41 years ago. Look, man. You know, news came out about the city girl selling what, 6K? They sold 6K first week. Michael Jackson just dropped an album 41 years ago. That sold 18,000 copies in the year of 2023 in a random ass week in a random ass week of 2023 that's crazy my nigga i just there's levels to stardom there's levels to success there's levels of hierarchy when it comes to power and when they talk about michael jackson they truly never talk about how much power he truly had And I take blame in that as well because as a kid growing up, only knew Michael Jackson to be the creepy motherfucker that he was. And rightfully motherfucking me so. That should have been at the forefront of who Michael Jackson was. But also what we need to educate ourselves is how much power that that man truly had. How many people's music rights he truly had. The major moves he was about to make before he ultimately uh, passed away. Michael Jackson had a lot of fucking money, a lot of fucking power. At one point in time, he was the most famous motherfucker that can walk this planet of Earth. Niggas compare that shit to God, my nigga. Niggas really compare Michael Jackson's time on Earth at the height of his career to fucking God, my nigga. And I'm a Prince guy, and I always thought that was shocking when I heard that shit. And that's been a supported detail Nigga, for years, all my life. So there's so many sides to that Michael Jackson. You got the black side. You got the white side. You got the hanging babies over the rail side. You got the boy saying they can identify that nigga's ball side. You got the money, power, respect side. You got all sides of the motherfucking spectrum when it comes to Michael Jackson. But for his album, 41 years later in the randomized week of 2023, to sell 18,000 copies. Oh my God. That's a fucking flex like no other, bro. I don't think we'll ever see no shit like that again. That's, that, that's a wild ass stat, ain't it? <laughs> Shout out to motherfucking me, Mike Jack, man. Um, But that's it, man. That's so all our that motherfucking me got. Um, I gotta start getting ready for work, so I'm gonna go ahead and end the episode there. Um, I think we covered everything on the motherfucking me document. Let's just make sure we ain't miss nothing at all. Uh, let's make sure we talked about has big act met his match of should he stand on business um damn Bubba damn Bubba transgender Kirby girl got exposed one nigga took his life man RIP fucking Bubba man um we also talked about the man who set the homeless man on fire this is a crazy world we live in man I can't even believe that's a real motherfucking me thing you just set a nigga on fire like oh my god that's some wild ass shit Brandon Marshall rant Brandon Marshall, just a, a bitch ass nigga in my eyes now. We talked about the ca- the cost in that jail stream, Kevin Lee food criticism, Magnus Stallion, Parson Fontaine. Get some head. Um, we talked about Michael Jackson's album selling 18k. Yeah, man. We talked about a whole bunch of shit, man. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna leave it at that, man. Episode 185, man. Grass ass episode. If I do say some motherfucking myself, um, I do gotta start getting ready for work, man. So I do appreciate y'all. But fucking with this shorter episode, uh, we tapped in, man, on the ground 200 minutes. Shit don't stop motherf- before motherfucking me sold, man. So with that being said, DJ, drop that fire-ass beat, my boy. Um, come on, man. You if I give it up, man. It's all of uh, these ways. Never let them side-tripping with bullshit. Always keep the main thing main thing. Stay safe, stay sharp, stay sane. And that does the episode. Man. We out this month. Peace. Damn! yeah, go Lakers, go Lakers, go Lakers! Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Hey man, that was the greatest episode, man. Episode 185, man. We can get the fuck up out of here, man. I got my AD jersey on, man. AD been showing the fuck out since every uh, game one. A lot of respect, man. A lot of respect for them boys right now. We lot, we down a lot of men. Gabe Vincent out, Rui Hachamara out, uh, uh, um, uh, Jalen hood Shafino out, um, Torian Prince out, and Jay, uh, Vanderbilt is out. So it's so a lot of niggas out. A lot of, a lot of, we got four of our top eight rotation guys out right now. Um, we got one of the hardest schedules in the season to start off so far. We had Nuggets. We had the Clippers. We had the fucking Kings. We had the motherfucking uh, the Suns. You know what I'm saying? We had the magic who frisky right now. We had the magic. We had the magic again today. So hopefully we we'll bring out that dub and you know what I'm saying. Keep getting this uh the season onto the right track, man. You know, um, it's a lot of teams right now that's, that's fighting for for you know that, that playoff position right here in the Western Conference. It's so early right now, but we still fight for playoff position because it's so many stacked teams in the West. Like a team like Phoenix right now, Devin Booker's out again. He missed the game against the Philadelphia settings yesterday. Um, Bill hasn't played a game yet. A team like the Suns can really find themselves in the play-in because even as early as it is, when you got the teams like Dallas who are stacking up these wins early, you got the Nuggets, you got Golden State, you got the Kings, you got the Lakers. Hell, you got the Clippers who even got a decent record over five hundred. You you got Utah, you got Minnesota, you got all these teams who are who are maintaining and keeping a steady flow and winning these games that either they expose the win or they just fucking stealing. When you a team like Phoenix who ain't healthy and you keep losing, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this shit unfolds, you know what I'm saying, when we get down to the nitty-gritty. Right now you got the end-season tournament that's going on. Uh, I haven't really watched a game of that yet. I've been at work. I'm not really too hype about this shit. I think the NBA is doing an amazing job with the promo or shit, though. They got the uh, star athletes besides LeBron and AD all talking about how much they love them from the end season tournament all of a sudden. But I think that's very interesting. It could be very cool. It's a nice little payout for the players, which is which is very interesting. But it is what it is, man. Um, but it's a lot going on with that shit. It's a lot going on with the NBA right now. It's gonna be gonna be very, very interesting to see what goes on with that shit, man. Uh, right now I got the big game on the on, on the screen right now. We got Mizzou versus George right now. The score is 13-10. I got money on Mizzou to cover that spread, 14 and a half. It's look, man. I'm, you know what I'm gonna do before I wrap this shit. I want to give a shout out to my boy X, man. Look, my boy X man. Some niggas just got it in them. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to this betting shit. You know, some niggas just got it. Look, I be on this motherfucker trying to cook up shit, and I hit it every once in a while. I, a lot of times when I hit on shit, it be on some like some shit that I probably shouldn't even hit on. Like a nigga missed the field goal, and this bitch now I'm this motherfucker up. You know what I'm saying? This nigga really be hitting on shit that I don't. I never would even think of. So a nigga like him, you know, she got all these these motherfucking places like on Spaces and stuff like that. Niggas giving they they professional advice, quote unquote. Look, man, I want to give a shout-out to my dog, man. He really do this betting shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get that nigga to start his own Discord, you know what I'm saying, own little profile, whatever the fuck he got to start, whatever the fuck he need to start it, just because there's a lot of money in this shit, man. Niggas like that need to take advantage of their skill set, bro. Like, a lot of y'all need to tap in with my dog, man, because this game right now, niggas like they finna be up. (laughs) Be like they finna be up in this bitch, man. But uh, with that being said, man, great-ass episode. I fuck with y'all, man. Uh, episode 185, deadline between genius and insanity, hosted by yours, Truth. OG! Ash, we know the fuck it is, man. We out this motherfucker.
1: Peace! Welcome to Raw is OG!
0: Ash, man, you know the fuck that is? man. play on me, man.
1: <laughs> you dig!